0: Hello, hello! Welcome back! Oh my god! Thank you, guys. I miss you too. Um, (laughs) So today's review is actually about the second season for Charm, the reboot, starring Melanie Diaz, who plays Mel, Sarah Jeffrey, who plays Maggie, Madeline Mantalk. By the way, I love that name. Like it's just such a flow. She plays Macy, and of course, the love of my life, Rupert Evans, who plays the White Lighter, Harry. Now. My review will have nothing to do with the original series, uh, with Pru and the rest of them. Just Paige. I'm not not doing all that. I just want to focus primarily on the reboot. So, um, just following up from the first uh, season, where they they take on the entire world, of course, because they are the charmed ones. Uh, and the second season, there's a. It seems to be the main plot is. There's someone going around killing witches and you start to develop the story. You find out that there are demons who are out killing witches, but you're not sure why. And spoiler alert, just to give you a warning while we're in the first minute. (laughs) So towards the end of the plot, you start to kind of find out who's really pulling the strings behind the demons and why they have been killing uh, not only witches, but also other magical uh, creatures as well. Um, you learn in the second season that uh, Harry actually has a a doppelganger, basically. There's white lighters and there's dark lighters, and it was the creation through witches um, as they were uh, from the elders when they were creating the um, white lighter, they separated them from their darkness. And what they did is that they took their dark lighting uh, side and actually just put it basically in a bottle. So it was like a genie, but a genie of all kinds of sorts of fun. And, <laughs> and so he ends up discovering the fact that he actually has a dark lighter and so, of course, do the charmed ones. And as the story obviously progresses, each girl has to go through their own um, tribulations. They start to expand on their powers and that's kind of primarily what you're watching the, the show for. And it's it's fun. It's a very cutesy, very kind of cw uh you know, WPIX kind of show. Like (laughs) it is. Um it's cutesy, it's fun, and I kinda like the fact that the cast is uh diverse. It was um a little bit much uh in the first season how they were stressing how diverse they were. It felt like they're like, we're diverse, we're diverse, we're diverse. And it was like they were Using that as their promotion, but in the second season, it is just part of everyday casual conversation. Uh, Macy's character ends up fooling around with, you know, people who are supposed to be white American. And then uh, Maggie ends up picking up a guy who's just be like, I guess her black boyfriend. So it was nice to see that they weren't in your face over the top promoting uh, how diverse they are. They just sort of told the story. And let the characters be diverse. And that's very um that's a big pointer for me. Because I don't like when shows show like, ah, oh, we have an Asian, an Indian, a Spanish, a black, and a white. We're diverse. And they work so hard to promote that kind of uh, aspect of their show because they want to be diverse instead of just telling a story where the characters are diverse and showing that it's actually just a part of everyday life. It doesn't mean it has to be something spectacular. Um, I hate like token cards when it comes to that in shows, especially when they over promote it. It's the same thing whenever they take um, a gay character and they're like, this one's gay, ah! And you're like, okay, we get it. You got one for the team. Now, if you're not watching the the show, uh, if you've never seen the first season, you need to watch the first season, but you can watch the second season without watching the first for the most part. It seems like the season is a set um, that can stand on its own. Uh, In case if you didn't watch it, Mel actually is uh, a representative of the LGBTQ... Okay, um, the rainbow community. (laughs) I apologize if I offend anyone, that there's a lot of letters and I don't actually have everything written in front of me for that, but I did just kind of want to talk about the show. So that character is representing of that community and it's not, it didn't seem overdone. It just sort of casually mentioned, like where you see her checking out a girl or something like that. It was part of the storyline and it's part of the character, but it wasn't a full-time promotion. So I do greatly appreciate it. Now, the plot was what I kind of expected it to be. Like, it wasn't, um, there weren't too many plot lines going on. They had a couple of plot twists, which I did appreciate, which was a lot of fun. Uh, But they didn't, like I said, overpromote how diverse they are. Like, we have tokens of every kind. Um, Now, I did like the dark lighter aspect. And they start to bring up a romance storyline between Macy and Harry and between Macy and harry you know she's part of the charmed ones he's the white lighter very similar of course to what they did to the first um uh first original charm series and they're in love but they're also battling harry kind of has the hots for like another half witch half demon obviously he's into demon he's practically like sam from supernatural um (laughs) um and uh, they they have this back and forth like entanglement of trying to figure out what they're gonna do, how they deny their feelings, and it was it's cute, it's nice because you see that they're trying to develop their relationship, but they realize you know maybe we can't or maybe we can. You spend most of the season kind of just wondering, are you really gonna finally get together? Um, but they didn't again over allow the love story to overlap the entire plot line, which is actually kind of fun. They just sort of threw the romances in there as fun drama, opposed to the entire storyline is only about this, you know? Um, so the next thing that I wanna move on to in regards to the show is, um, there's only one thing that I have had an issue with in regards to Charmed reboot season one and for season two there's these moments where the characters learn a very valuable lesson and that's that's imperative to character development because in order to make the protagonist actually relatable you need to see that the character has learned their lesson now they tend to promote uh sisterhood very strongly in the show where you see they have these moments where one is going through another they understand each other they have these talks and they're like, don't worry, I get it. And they have these these big moments of clarity. And for some reason, just to move the story along, they'll, they'll decide that the character is going to do something extremely selfish or very stupid. Um, and go, I'm going to do it anyway, because that's my character. I'm supposed to be the childish one. So... That happens quite frequently. And for me, that personally annoys me because I kind of feel like it's starting to become a cop-out on how to move the story along. And I hate whenever that happens because I feel like you're dumbing down the character and that distinct moment of time where they learn their valuable lesson, why would they go back? Because in reality, that means that they didn't really learn their lesson. And there's a big, huge, strong uh, section of the plot where they're... Putting off like the lack of communication and this, you guys are falling apart, and they're like no we 're not falling apart, and then they have these valuable moments of like I really learned my lesson i 'm gonna go do it again that's that's very annoying, and I feel like it's it's uh it's it's gonna get tiresome I want to see the development of the characters I want to see them develop as people, I want to see them mature that 's what I want to see i don't want to see Maggie getting upset with her sister, and going, I'm not immature, and then, because she, after she learns her lesson, and then decides to go, well, you know, guys, it's really dangerous if we separate, okay, but I'm mad at you, so I'm gonna go to this place all by myself, even though I know someone's about to kill me, it doesn't matter if I die, and then, when she almost dies, she runs back to us, like, oh my god, I didn't listen to you, oh my god, and I'm just like, Why? You just learned the lesson. You understand how serious the situation is. And yet you still chose to make this decision. And it makes the characters too unrelatable to me. And for me, that's frustrating because I do enjoy the show. But I do want to know, like, did you learn your lesson? Because no one likes that dumb friend who's like, I totally learned. I'm going to stop doing this. And then they turn around and do it again. And you just sit there and you stare at them. And don't get me wrong. I know there are people who genuinely aren't like this, but when you make all three of your characters that um, that's self-absorbed and they're like, I learned my lesson, I'm gonna do it again, do it again. You keep them in this level of immaturity that keeps them so unrelatable. And I don't know if they're just doing it to appeal to maybe they feel like the younger masses because maybe they're not fully mature depending on the viewer. But for me, it's become like very tiresome. And I don't like whenever I see that over and over just to move the story along. Like, you know, dig deep when you wanna connect the stories or the, the episode to the next episode. But making like a, a cheesy reason, like it just it I just don't think it's very fitting for character development. Um, but if I did have to give this uh show like a good wrap up, I would say I would give it I would give it four out of five Cadmus. I feel like that's that's gonna be my rating. Um the actors are fun, they seem really awesome. You know, Melanie Diaz was on um a couple of things she was actually in the first purge as well as the itty bitty titty committee um uh, which i'm also a, uh, a big fan of uh, <laughs> if you saw my picture you'd be like oh, on i got it uh sarah jeffrey she's actually been in quite a few stuff uh from like wayward pines and then the descendants madeline uh, montauk she's uh done the tamar people but i personally like her from into the badlands because i was like heartbroken when Vale died i was like oh, no and i was like avenged them um <laughs> And Rupert Evans, of course, has done, you know, Crime and Punishment. He's also was in Hellboy. Go back and check for that. Look for your boy uh, Harry in there. Um, But yes, I would give the charm season two uh, four out of five katamas. And I definitely think it's a fun show to watch. But just be prepared to see, like, them make very childish decisions, even though they supposedly learned their lessons over and over and over. I'm hoping for a season three, because they do hint that obviously there will be a season three on the very last episode. I'm hoping for season three, they can show some character development where the characters are more mature. They're not making these random decisions just because they're mad at their sister. But yes, hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you guys are looking out to go check out on my uh, TikTok, which is Cadmania. My uh, Instagram, which is Curly Cadma. Everything I do is under Bitten Apple TV. You cannot get away from me. Um, just so you know, just to kind of give everyone. A Quick update as well, Um, I am partially sponsored by One Hope Wine. That's right, my lovely winos. If you love wine, I am your new girl. I am your valuable best friend. Um, But in order to find my shop, just to let you know, I do have the Facebook, the Instagram, and of course, Twitter is already up just to kind of like show off the website. But what you will be typing in to your Instagram or your Facebook, which will lead you directly to the shop, through one hope wine is d i o n y s u s delight that's right i went greek on you guys um just because it is the lovely delighted wine um just so you know each bottle that you do purchase actually you get to uh goes to a charity of your choice um they actually do give back to the community you can do uh, monthly subscriptions for the wine you can buy individual wines um you can also uh, get the uh, engraved bottles, like sparkling wine engraved bottles, especially for those special loved ones. Um, they also even sell like even oil vinegar and pasta bruschetta uh, sets in the for like kitchen wine accessories. Um, but definitely if you're a red, white, sparkling kind of wine person, I would definitely make sure you go check out the shop and check out my sponsors. Thank you. Bye.